Long, long ago, in the olden days of 2009-ish, there were more than two mobile operating systems that people actually used. There was the Palm Pre, there was Blackberry when that was still a thing, and of course, there was the good old Windows Phone. Microsoft tried valiantly to make Windows Phones happen, but it never quite worked out. Now, at this point, the mobile world is dominated by Android, largely, and iOS, and the Windows Phone was officially killed off this summer by Microsoft when they said they would no longer update Windows Phone 8, which was their current version of the software. They had previously slashed their Windows Phone division as well, cutting thousands of jobs, so the, the writing has been on the wall for some time. But if you've ever wondered what Microsoft luminaries are using instead of the Windows Phone, well, that mystery has been solved, at least in the case of Bill Gates, the co-founder and former CEO of Microsoft. Turns out he's an Android guy, revealing this tidbit in an interview with Fox. He didn't say which phone model he's using, but that it has a lot of Microsoft software on it. He also revealed, shockingly, that he uses all Windows PCs and that he is decidedly not an iPhone person. Nope, not even the new iPhone X. That is it for today. Thank you for tuning in. This is Silicon Valley Beat. I'm Annie Gauss. Weeks after a catastrophic data breach that affected 142 million people, the CEO of Equifax is retiring. Richard Smith has been in charge of the credit reporting agency for 12 years, overseeing a staff of 10,000. But the company has been raked over the coals since revealing a few weeks back that a breach exposed data including social security numbers, driver's license numbers, birthdays, and credit information of hundreds of thousands of people. In a statement, Smith said that, at this critical juncture, I believe it is in the best interest of the company to have new leadership to move the company forward. Equifax's chief security officer also retired about a week ago, and by all appearances, heads are rolling at the agency. It's, after all, one of the big three credit reporting firms in the U.S., and if you live in the States, more than likely, they have some of your personal information. In addition to the breach itself, there's evidence that the company failed to act on the breach for months, potentially imperiling customers. They also screwed up their damage control efforts, at one point directing people to a bogus site for assistance. They also embedded arbitration clauses into the free report monitoring tool, tool that they offered to mitigate. And they're also being investigated by the Justice Department after three senior executives sold shares of the company's stock after learning internally about the breach. So... There's a big, big mess to clean up. But don't worry too much about Richard Smith in case you were concerned about him. Reportedly, he will be getting a total payout of about $90 million over the next few years in salary and stock. That's according to an estimate by Fortune. Did you t take any action after the breach? Were you personally affected in any way? If so, let me know your story in a call-in. Would love to hear it. Thanks so much for listening. This is Silicon Valley Beat. Hey, this is Silicon Valley Beat. I'm Annie Gauss. Twitter is testing a big change that could fundamentally alter the thing that it's best known for, 140 character tweets. Twitter has staunchly stuck to that character limit since it was first conceived, although they've made some allowances over time, like allowing image posting without taking up characters and small tweaks like that. 
For the most part though, tweets have by definition been 140 characters. That may no longer be the case. Twitter is testing out doubling its character limit to 280 characters, starting with a select subset of users. The company said in a blog post that, although we feel confident about our data and the positive impact this change will have, we want to try it out with a small group of people first before then rolling it out to everyone else. Twitter, of course, made its name by making users shrink their statements into the character limits, which are short enough to scan quickly and move on, and was originally actually based on SMS. Twitter is being cautious, of course, of turning off longtime users with the change, so that's why they're rolling it out gradually. On the site, however, opinions on the change were definitely mixed, with many saying that it's unnecessary and that they would settle for an edit button instead. My guess, though, is that the Twitter masses will eventually get used to it over time, as they usually do. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more.